how important is Palestine? How important is Al-Quds for the Muslim Ummah? I think that first and foremost, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself in the Quran, in the beginning of Surah Al-Isra, بَعْدْعُوذُ بِلَيْمِ اشْتَارَ رَجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ سُبْحَانَ الَّذِي أَسْرَ بِعَبْدِهِ لَيْلًا مِنَ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ إِلَى الْمَسْجِدِ الْأَقْصَ الَّذِي بَارَكْنَا حَوْلَهُ لِنُرِيَهُ مِنْ آيَاتِنَا إِنَّهُ هُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْبَصِيرِ that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts it in the same sentence as Masjid al-Haram in the Kaaba, uh, of the Kaaba itself. And we know that, for example, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in many ahadith, the Prophet sallallahu has talked about the sanctity of the Kaaba, the Al-Aqsa being the place where the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu ascended the heavens, it's the gateway to heaven where he led the prophets uh, in prayers. I think that it's, it, the, the religious sanctity is, is there. Also in the same surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about, for example, وَآتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابَ وَجَعَلْنَهُ هُدًا لِبَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ أَلَّا تَتَّخِذُوا مِنْ دُونِ وَكِيلَ ذُرِّيَةً مَنْ حَمَلْنَا مَعْ نُوحِ So in the following ayahs, Allah links Al-Aqsa to Musa and to Nuh, suggesting it's been blessed since almost the dawn of time itself. The second point that's worth noting is that Palestine or Al-Aqsa itself, it's not just important in terms of its standing with regards to its, the, the, the Isra al-Mi'raj, but also in the fact that the Palestinians have been driven from their homes. If you notice when Allah describes the Sahaba of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, He talks, those who've been driven from their homes. And Allah repeats it in many areas over and over, suggesting in the sight of Allah, it's a crime of such a huge gravity to be illegitimately driven from your homes. And we know that the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in Khutbat Al-Wada'a, in the final Hajj, when he gives a statement, he says, That your wealth, honor, and property, and blood is sacred upon each of you as the sacred nature of this month, of this land, suggesting that the idea of a people, whether it's the Uyghurs or the Rohingya or the Palestinians being driven from their homes is sacred like the sanctity of the Kaaba in the holiest of months, in the holiest of pilgrimage itself. Allah describing just how horrible a crime it is to be driven from your homes. And I think this is why there is this element of resonance towards this oppression that's taking place in Palestine, in that this idea that a Palestinian was living in their home and then the Jewish refugees who were put under the Holocaust by the Europeans, persecuted by the Europeans, gassed by the Europeans, slaughtered by the Europeans, in the Inquisition slaughtered by the Europeans, driven out of Europe by the Europeans, came to Palestine, to the Muslim lands, where the Muslims said to them, we have a rich history of coexistence. We have a rich history of living side by side. We did it in Andalusia, which is objectively considered the epitome of what coexistence looks like under Muslim rule. Come and live side by side with us. The Muslims welcomed the Jewish population into the lands and the Zionist project convinced many of the Jewish population at the time, not all of them, but many of them, to lift a gun, go and turf the Palestinian out of their homes, seize their land, seize their homes, and put them into refugee camps. The idea being that we took in people as a guest and agreed to live with them side by side, and they decided instead to take the house from underneath us and kick us all the way out. Not only that, the reason Palestine means so much is because there is this glaring shock that instead of the world coming to an agreement that this is an apartheid regime that is set on 
oppressing the Palestinians, we see instead in a coordinated approach from the international community to legalize the illegality, to say, okay, Israel may have taken these lands and stolen these lands and committed ethnic cleansing and driven the Palestinians out. But because we like them better than these backward Arab Muslims, let's discuss not about how to get the Palestinians to return to their lands. Let's talk about how much theft can we legalize as part of a two-state solution. We don't want coexistence. And the sad reality is that even those who are sympathetic to the Palestinians don't want to see rights of return, such as Bernie Sanders. He was asked in an interview in Al Jazeera where he sympathized with the Palestinians. And then Dina Takaruri says to him, uh, but, you know, one state solution, let's all live together. And Bernie Sanders says, no, 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 that, 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 that would mean the end of Israel. The point here being is, and, and the reason they don't want it is because they believe that in a majority state where the Arabs are majority, the premiership would go to the Palestinians, the presidency would go to the Palestinians. So I think what it means more is that as a people, not just Muslims, but ordinary people, in their inclination towards justice, it's glaring. This is an apartheid like you used to read about in South Africa. This is colonization like you read about in the French books. When we used to read it as children, we used to think, how did the world operate where these injustices were allowed to take place? Mm. And we see it with our own eyes. What the reason Palestine means so much is one, because of its religious sanctity with regards to its status amongst the prophets, and it's mentioned in the Quran. Two, because of the people being driven out of their homes, the idea being that they should have the right to return to their homes. Mm. And three, this idea that instead of the world concurring that they have a right to return, the world is instead saying to the oppressed, while the oppressor is taking more lands, while the oppressor continues to kill the Palestinians and take more lands, the world is going to the oppressed and telling them, listen, we're never going to let you get your land back. We want you to accept to live in this refugee camp and we want you to allow this theft and legalize that theft itself. I think that when it comes to the Palestinian cause, the final thing that's worth mentioning is this. Palestine reflects the human consciousness of resistance. The fact that despite everything that has happened, the Nakba, the ethnic cleansing, the slaughtering or the like, the Palestinians continue generation after generation fighting for their cause, suggesting that the human spirit doesn't die. And I think one thing that every Muslim should celebrate as well is this idea that the Palestinian cause remains rooted in the Islamic conscience because it is everything to do with morality. When Ali Izzet Begovic, the Bosnian president, was asked, they said to him, you keep preaching this democratic state where the Croats, Serbs and Bosnians live together. This European tolerance of yours. And Izzet Begovic says, wait a minute, this isn't a European tolerance that makes me call for this. This is an Islamic tolerance. The European tolerance is the tolerance of two world wars, the Holocaust, the acceptance of a Serbian genocide because you're scared of a Muslim majoritarian state emerging in the heart of Europe. My tolerance comes from Islam that tells me to respect Ahl al-Kitab. And one of the, the greatest pronouncements of this is that at the end of the Bosnian war, when they asked Ezzet Begovic, what is the most striking symbolism that, 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 that strikes you? He said, notice how many minarets the Croats and Serbs destroyed. I challenge you to find a single church that the Muslims destroyed, suggesting how, and this is why I link it straight to the Palestinian cause, the idea that it reflects, it embodies the morality and consciousness of the Muslim ummah. That's why it means so much for the Muslims. That's why it means so much. It's less about the idea of the Muslimness of Al-Aqsa and more about the idea of justice and more about the idea that Allah's law already achieved the coexistence, it can be achieved again in Jerusalem. And the final point I will say on this is, is this, in that there are many of the Jewish population, the reason they fear a one-state solution is because they fear revenge. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, when he told the Sahaba to go and take their homes back, they said, he said, once you take your homes back, لا تعتدوا, do not go beyond that. 
take what is yours by right and do not transgress for Allah loves not the transgressors. The Muslims are not driven by revenge when it comes to the issue of Palestine. They're driven by justice. Restore the right of return. Restore the land. Restore the homes and let's live on this land together because the way that Europe persecuted you is not the way the Muslims persecuted you in Andalusia and Baghdad and these other places. The Muslims are higher than that in terms of their akhlaq. And that's why I think that when it comes to this issue of Palestine in and of itself, not only does the resistance reflect the Islamic principles, but the goal that we're seeking to achieve is one that is noble, one that is coexistence under Islamic rule, because the Islamic rule is the one that guaranteed the coexistence in a way Europe has never been able to demonstrate or prove. Please remember to subscribe to our social media and YouTube channels and head over to our website thinkinmuslim.com to sign up to my weekly newsletter. Jazakallah khair.